Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kyle Glazer of Baseball America, kind enough to join us. You can check out Baseball America, and you should subscribe at BaseballAmerica.com. Kyle, good morning. Great to have you with us. How are you doing? All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, I want to start with this because the, the Cardinals have noted this, and you wrote about it. After a pretty horrific season last year, the Cardinal minor league system really turned things around this year, didn't they? Yeah, it's been one of the bigger turnarounds, really, of any minor league system. Uh, Last year, Cardinals affiliates posted the fifth lowest winning percentage of any team's minor league affiliates since 1963. It was historically bad. And while wins and losses obviously aren't the primary goal of the minor leagues, you know, they had a couple players progress up, but, but a lot of players kind of stagnated, took steps back. It wasn't the greatest year for an organization that has this tremendous history of player development. Um, they made some changes to their philosophies this year, including, you know, maybe pumping the brakes on how aggressively they were pushing some guys, working on first pitch strikes, shoring up defense and base running. And now it's really just been a remarkable turnaround. Almost all of their top guys have blossomed. Uh, the teams are winning more, and they're kind of back to playing baseball the Cardinals' way. Kyle, how much did the pandemic have to do with the way the Cardinals were operating before they shifted things? Yeah, so that was really the biggest thing. Every team kind of came out of 2020 with different philosophies. For some teams, it was, hey, these guys haven't played in 18 months. Let's just leave them where they were at the end of 2019 or maybe give them a small bump because you can't replicate playing games over a full season. You know, you, taking guys from A ball and putting them in AAA wouldn't help. Other teams took the viewpoint in the Cardinals. Or one of these teams that said, well, we don't want to just kind of pump the brakes on these players' progress. Let's kind of act like the season happened and where would they be in 2021 had there been a 2020 season. What ended up happening with the Cardinals and a lot of other teams was they realized, again, you know, you can't really just skip a full year of double-A and expect to be successful in triple-A unless you're a, a rare freak of a player. And so a lot of those guys struggled, but the Cardinals wisely started them back at this level this year and saw a lot of uh, gains as a result. Kyle Glazer of Baseball America with us on 101 ESPN. Kyle, as you might guess, because fans are interested in success and and a lack of success too, we don't hear much about the guys the Cardinals gave up for Paul Goldschmidt or Nolan Arenado, but we do hear all the time about Sandy Alcantara, who came in the Ozuna trade, and the fact that the Cardinals traded Randy Rosarena to Tampa. So with our knowledge of the the Cardinals' history of trades, should they include Jordan Walker in a trade for a guy like Juan Soto? Well, they're going to have to. I mean, to get a premium talent like Juan Soto, you're going to have to include a premium prospect like Jordan Walker. It's not a matter of should they. It's a matter of do you want Juan Soto? Okay, if you do, he has to be a part of the package. So do you think, Kyle, that Mason Wynn would not be enough? It's it's essentially Jordan Walker or bust? Oh, it has to be Walker and Wynn plus one or two of their young big leaguers plus two more top prospects on top of it. So Lan Juan Soto is going to take a massive, massive package. We're talking 
four to six young big leaguers and top prospects. No team is going to come out of this without taking a significant hit to their farm system. But history tells us when you do that for a player of Juan Soto's caliber, you generally come out on top. But yeah, it's Walker and Wynn and four or five other guys. It's not either or. Yikes. Uh, well, Kyle, can you give us a prospect report on Jordan Walker? Uh, what have you observed from him? Yeah, I mean, he's a big physical dude. He's actually a pretty good athlete for his size, which is always something nice to see. Um, and the thing with him is he, he's got this tremendous raw power, but he's also a really good hitter. It's not like he's just a big guy swinging as hard as he can and taking advantage of bad minor league pitching. He has an approach. He controls the strike zone. He makes a lot of contact. You know, he went to double A this year as a 20-year-old, and his average has been really high. His power numbers have been down, and people were freaking out. At that level, you want to see contact. The power will come, and we've started to see it come recently as he's gotten better at picking out pitches to drive from more advanced arms. And um, He's just a really, really good player who potentially could hit for average and power in the middle of the lineup. The defense at third base is a little rocky, just the hands, the footwork, the actions. But he's athletic enough to pop out to right field. It's not like he's you know a first base only type. Hey, Kyle, when we look at a trade for Juan Soto, here, I think, you have to factor in the fact that he just turned down $440 million over 15 years. I think it's a safe assumption that the Cardinals are not going to pay a player $500 million. Does it make any difference to you, then, if you're giving up players like Walker and Wynn and Graceffo for a guy like Juan Soto, that you're only really going to have Juan Soto for two years and two months? No, because you're getting three playoff runs with him. And if you make a World Series and win enough, if you make two World Series and win one, it's worth it. At the end of the day, the goal of all this is to win a World Series. Everything that every team does. And having three bites at that apple, that's worth it. Do you think any organization can reasonably expect, I guess Houston's done it, right, to play in three World Seri- two World Series in three years? Yeah, I mean, the Astros have been the World Series three the last five years. The Dodgers have made us uh, three World Series in a four-year stretch. Great teams and great organizations can do it, and the Cardinals are one of those great teams and great organizations historically. I see no reason why they couldn't. So uh, then tell us how the Cardinals are going to pitch. And that's the biggest thing. Again, they were looking at arms, and this is an organization that has some really good pitching prospects on the way, but obviously they needed to go get Jose Quintana to stop the back of the rotation this year. Um, look, obviously Jack Flaherty's uh, shoulder issues are concerning, and Stephen Matz, obviously that freak injury, uh, feeling that chopper a few weeks ago is just a really, really bad break. But, you know, you can roll out Wainwright, Hudson, and Michaelis as your top three. That's, that's not bad. I'll be curious to see that, you know, if the Cardinals don't land Soto, if they go get another arm. Um, Andre Palante has obviously been a really pleasant surprise, you know, making the opening day bullpen and then moving into the rotation and pitching well. But, Look, they've got a good rotation. Acquiring Quintana was a really, really nice move to help them give them that healthy fifth starter yesterday. We'll see what they do today, but this is a team that's in the playoff hunt. They've got a lot of talent, and I think they'll add somewhere. It's just going to be a matter of where. Well, Kyle, let's look in the division. There was a move yesterday made from the Brewers as they dealt Josh Hader to the Padres. What do you think about Josh Hader? He had a bit of a rough July. Do you think that that's just a blip on the radar, or do you think that that is uh, some signs of some erosion? You know, I, I think it's something where something was clearly not right. Um, he was leaving a lot of pitches, you know, center cut, dealt high over the heart of the plate. Um, you know, his, his final two appearances, it looked like he'd righted the ship a little bit. So I think you probably give him the benefit of that and just say it was a blip, just as all great hitters have slumps, all great pitchers, starters or relievers have a bad stretch too. Um, so I, I think it certainly was concerning, but in the context of his career and even the context of this year, he was great before that and 
he's been okay in the limited outing since then. So the Padres are certainly banking that was an uncharacteristic blip, and I think that's a reasonable assumption to make. Kyle Glazer, you guys cover baseball so well at Baseball America, and your work is always compelling. Thanks so much for the time. Thanks for joining us in St. Louis this morning. Yeah, my pleasure. Anytime, guys. Take care. Kyle Glazer of Baseball America joining us here with Carriker and Swalman on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.